Welcome back to another episode of In the End. There's always a Disney Guide, you guys. You already know what to freaking do. Make sure you go to DisneyGuide.com or .tk. And yeah, let's get to what we need to get to. Today, y'all, guess what we're going to be talking about? I'm going to try to guess. Just just take a minute. I'm, I'm just going to give y'all a couple seconds. Okay, I'm just going to take out. We're talking about the Marvel movie Eternals, you guys. Eternals, Eternals, Eternals. <clears throat> if you guys don't know who the Eternals are, I'm going to tell you. The Eternals are a group of heroes who basically protect the world, I believe, from from um from deviants. Um, but let's Make sure I'm right. What what are the eternal? What do the? Cause I forgot. I forgot all about this movie. I gotta watch it again. What are the Eternals about? Okay. Okay. The Eternals, a race of immortal beings, uh, with superhuman powers, who have recently lived on Earth for thousands of years, reunite to battle the yeah the evil deviants. Okay. So, one of the most <clears throat> biggest questions is: Are the power are the Eternals more powerful than the than the Avengers? <clears throat> Here is what the answer is for that: The MCU is filled with superpowered beings. But the Eternals are so far the most powerful super team introduced to the universe. While the <coughs> oh, while the individual members of the super team are on the level of many Avengers, if the Eternals work together, not even gods can stop them. Wow. That's crazy. Um... But let's see what are deviants. Um, or you know what? Let's do the review of the Eternals because I forgot. Um, let's do the review. And let's get to... Um, <clears throat> discuss... What has happened with these Eternals? Eternals is sprawling across scenery, across centuries, you name it. The story follows 10 immortal beings throughout Earth's history as they fight to protect the planet from deviants. They're basically large, cranky, tentacly murder monsters for those unfamiliar. Uh, Cersei, Icarus, Kingo, Sprite, Phaestos, Makari, Druge, Athena and Gilgamesh all follow their leader, Ajak, on their mission to serve the Celestial Arsham, which we're going to talk about that in the upcoming episode um, about the Celestials. Each Eternal has their own unique power set. And as you can imagine, their own special interpersonal drama within their complicated little family. While they don't all get the same amount of screen time, you can imagine how tall of an order this film was by the main cast size alone. It's joked that the team was the original Avengers a couple of times in, in the Eternals. 
which really helps drive home the wide arc that the story is trying to accomplish. The team of immortals may be the interwoven in a in a way that you can't really tell their origins individually. But imagine going into the first Avengers with no prior introduction to the team. That's the insane task Zaho was given. By and large, she rises to meet the cha that challenge. We're given a good grasp on the temperament and motivations of each of the ten within the limited story bloat. If there's an area where the team dynamic fails, it's in them. It's in the immortality of it all. Grave sins are committed throughout the story of all of which seem to be quickly forgiven and forgotten. This is likely to illustrate that holding a grudge gets boring after being alive for several centuries. But it gives their internal conflict less emotional impact. Um, eternal succeed success as a film can almost entirely be attributed to their performance, attributed to the performances and relationships between characters. Their conflict and complicated connection to the human race makes for an incredibly interesting subject matter. The grand scale of the galactic aspects of the story catches up quick through, quick, catches up, catches up quick through. Once things shift past the deviants and become more of a celestial struggle, the story starts to rip at the seams. The problem is that it feels like there was truly no way for Zaho to succeed here. Scrapping some of the trademark grand landscape shot wouldn't, shots wouldn't have made enough time for her to be able to connect us to those characters and give us kind of a grand finale that Marvel films are known for. Conversely, had their story been split into two films, the first one would have been called Incomplete, not to mention the three-year gap that would have followed due to the MCU's packed slate. An irresistible force meets an immovable object, and the collision results in what feels like superficial sparks. Eternals is huge, centuries worth of stories, and a whole team of vastly different heroes condensed into a visually stunning, impeccably acted film. The relationships of these complicated characters keeps things as fresh as they can, but the story gets unwildly when it shifts into a cosmic scale. Had it kept the narrative closer to home, it would have been played better as a standalone film. But it wouldn't have felt like the Grand Eternal, the Grand Eternal's introduction into the MCU, had that been the case. Director Chloe Zaho was met with an impossible challenge that she took on with grace and skill and her trademark jaw-dropping scenery. Um, so it's um, it's a good film. I would definitely say that. I remember seeing, I remember the movie. It's just I forgot a lot of it. But it's a good film. I'm not even going to lie about that. It's a very good film. Um, I know another thing. Uh, oh, I know another thing that was also brought up was why, why wasn't the Eternals... Uh... Why? Why didn't the Eternals fight Thanos? So later in the movie, it's revealed that the reason the Eternals didn't interfere, didn't interfere 
and Infinity War or Endgame is because they were secretly paving the way for the emergence, allowing the celestial Timont to rise on Earth. In the comics, Thanos has been confirmed to be in a, in to be an an internal, eternal, much like his brother Star Fox. So yeah. That is the reason why he didn't. They didn't interfere with the each with um the fight against Thanos. Cause I was wondering. I'm like, okay, if these gods are all powerful as they claim to be, why didn't they fight or go against Thanos? I was like completely lost on that one. But yeah, you guys got your answer. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So you can get updates when um, a new episode premieres or airs. Um, I want to thank you. And you guys already know. Check out the IMDB page to know when any upcoming episodes are coming out. Um, thank you for listening in. I'm going to hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you go check out DisneyGuy.com or .tk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And yeah, thank you for listening in. And bye-bye, guys.